0: independent and local you're not dialed into the spy welcome to another minnesota monday of localites okc this is anna farha
1: and this is kayla coffee it is still beer tober y'all i'm never going to let that go
0: i'm just not well i and love it with that the reason why this kind of all came about was because of the One changes person,
1: and we have them in the studio <laughs> with us today no. <laughs>
0: Well, we decided to do all this with the idea that we wanted to educate people about when the new laws were changing in regards to alcohol. So we had a guest back on several months ago from Craft Brewers Association, and we have her here again today. Would you introduce yourself?
2: Hi, I'm Shay Gillock. I'm the executive director of the Craft Brewers Association of Oklahoma. And we are the trade association that represents local breweries. Well, it's so nice
1: to have you here in person, in real life, standing in front of us. <laughs> so luckily we've got to meet you a lot more times in person since our very first interview. But you were actually our first and only interview that we all had to call in. We Yeah, all that we all in. did. Yeah. yeah. We had one other call-in guest because he was not in town. Um, but we had an ice storm right before Strong Ale Fest that prevented us from recording We were really sad
2: about it because we were like, we really wanted to meet Chase. She seems really cool. (laughs) (laughs) But we made it happen anyway.
1: Exactly, because the show must go on and it was super fun. So, of course, we've been dying to have you back and we are so excited that you're here to help break this all down for us because it's so confusing and I feel like I learned a new little piece or we're like bumbling through trying to explain why happy hours weren't happy hours before. And I was like, kind of right. So pretty proud of myself on that.
0: But well, since we first had you, because obviously this law was voted on back in 2016, so mm-hmm. we've kind of all been waiting for this uh, October to actually get here.
1: I was going to say, it's, it's ironic that it,
2: it took so long, and yet we still knew so little leading up to it.
0: Yeah. Even with two years.
2: And for me, I feel like those two years actually flew by, but
0: yeah. <laughs> for everyone else, it's, it's, it's been,
2: like, oh. been a long time coming, so <laughs> we've been working behind the scenes the past couple of years to um, kind of navigate the new regulations surrounding these laws so and i can go a little bit into that
0: yeah so what was some of as soon as that law passed what did you know was going to be great about that for an organization like yours
2: so you know back in 2016 that's when tap rooms were able to serve beer to sell beer to the public so that went to effect pretty much right away and all these other laws um took a couple years to go into effect so we've already seen with that that um, 792 passing so many new breweries pop up mm-hmm. um, there were existing breweries that were just producing beer and distributing it out but then they were able to renovate and you know build a tap room out and really welcome the community into their space and give tours do you know how many members you guys had back in 2016 like has it grown with the explosion um, of um you know i joined the association um last summer so oh, i wasn't yes, on board in 2016
1: 405
2: yes from okay. 405 brewing yep how much do I remember from March? (laughs) We have 23 members now, and I want to say when I joined last year, we only had 14. Oh, wow. So even in the past year, it's grown a lot.
0: Well, and I know with um, the members that you guys have, one stands out to me of who I knew was really happy about these law changes but also kind of mad because Rufftail had built their place out in Midwest City like, oh, we're never going to have to really deal with, deal with this. the public and where people are really going to get to come here a lot. and And then that's now enabled them to be able to come into the city whenever they do that.
2: Right, Um, They had to make that space work for them. And if you've visited them, their tap room is is pretty tight. It's pretty cozy. Um, But, you know, they have a location now and they're working on building a new. We're so excited for that. I was going to say we spent many a rough tail
1: anniversary standing in very long lines.
0: Yeah. In March. It used to be my birthday tradition. Yeah. I remember we saw, I think it may have been at Strong Ale Fest when we saw Blaine and he was like, yeah, "Yeah, I never, knew. I never expected we were going to have to deal with this um good problem that we have now Right,
2: (laughs) it is a good problem to have and i'm so excited that that
1: they're going to be up north by me so finally um that's gonna be incredible they they might be my new mainstay you know (laughs) i'm here for it all right so what are some of the
2: things that you're most excited about like what's the the top things that you're like seeing happening you're like this is great well, you know, with the, with the law changes, everyone, you know, has been really excited about cold beer mm-hmm. and liquor stores um, and then high point beer and grocery stores. So that's really been the main focus in the news and everything. Well, for breweries, there's a lot more that has changed um, that a lot of people aren't aware of. So one of the things we're excited about is that minors will be allowed in tap rooms. So you'll see family friendly atmospheres, um, which will be great for business. And Great for brewery tourism here. Some people can visit, they can bring their family in.
0: Parents like drinking.
1: Yes, I know. I mean, I was raised in a bar. I know,
2: I get We're it. Drinking responsibly. Yeah, I should add that. That True. is
1: good. Um, I am going to stop passing judgment on that part because it's, it's too late and it doesn't matter.
0: Well, and it does, I mean, it definitely is able to make the Them more money because yes, I understand. If a family's like doesn't have to get a babysitter, you know, they're more likely to bring their kids and be able to spend more money. And also,
1: I've seen a lot of people like traveling, they can still come if they're traveling with their families, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because then you you really it's hard to get a babysitter if you're traveling as a family, so it'll bring in more out of town tourists. Like, I see the benefit,
0: yeah, because I know that's you know, when I don't have a I don't have children, but when I'm traveling, I'm definitely always looking at breweries and, you know. I'm just mostly sad I can't bring my dog
1: anymore because he can't be around children. Um, And that was, like, (laughs) that used to be the only place I could bring him. I know, but that was, like, the only place I could bring him in public. So I'm, like, guaranteed no kids here. And so he was many a time up on the bar at Anthem. He's a Great Dane. so.
2: You on know. the bar? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, his head can reach. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just a little drool on the bar, it's fine. Well, I will say, you know, I've heard from some consumers, some are really excited about this change, some are a little, you know, skeptical about it, how it's all going to work out, but um, I will note that not every local brewery is allowing children yet. They're waiting on final approver, approval from the ABLE Commission, so if you're a parent out there and you want to go take your kids, please check with them before you head out there. Um, some breweries you'll likely see them, um, create hours for children. So children up till 8 PM or 9 PM Yeah. Um, or designated areas, um, for, for children. So
1: that totally makes sense. Okay. One last thing, just cause I saw it in the, the beer talk Facebook group. A lot of people were like, I don't want to bring my kids to hang out. I just want to not have to leave my kid in the car when I go pick up beer. And I was like, okay, I get that. I'm here for you for that.
0: You know what I mean? Like when they're getting something from a brewery? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: like a growler fill or a crowler or their cold six-pack from the taproom directly.
2: Right, you can just run in and, and grab
1: and it. And grab it. Isn't there, isn't it cheaper to buy it, the
2: cold beer from the taproom directly? Like, don't you avoid some kind of extra Sometimes, time? you know, most breweries try not to undercut the retail um, okay. stores, however, because they want they want to keep the liquor stores and grocery stores happy. Happy? So. Totally yep. makes sense. You may find it a little bit cheaper. It just depends. Gotcha.
0: Well, they will be able to do more, like, special still, though. Yes,
2: Right, special releases. If they brew a small batch, there may not be enough to send it to distribution, so you can sometimes only
0: find it at the brewery. So what are some other things that have impacted the breweries?
2: So, Um, brewery taproom hours, um, there's an extension of taproom hours, so now they are on par with bars. Yes. So they can be open legally from 10 a.m. to 2 a.m., Um, not a lot of them will (laughs) stay up until 2 a.m. I will say that, but the option is nice for a special event, a concert, those late night thunder games. You don't want to have to kick people out. Um, and a lot of breweries have already extended their hours until 11 p.m. or midnight on, on Fridays and Saturdays. So, um, again, check with, check with your favorite brewery to see how late they're open now.
0: And is it also, they can open earlier in the day too, or just later? Uh, 10 a.m. It stayed the same. Oh, 10 uh-huh. a.m. Okay, because yep. I think most okay. of them open at like noon or something. Maybe that
1: sounds right, but, but then nobody's going to a
0: brewery at 10 a.m. The
1: laws also changed, so it's so confusing because they didn't change things across the board. They changed things for different people. So, like restaurants can serve before 10 a.m. now,
2: right? Restaurants can serve oh, alcohol yeah. starting at 8 a.m. Okay, but then so, it's like why can't breweries? Right? It makes no <laughs> sense.
1: <It's> fine.
0: <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, though. so we
2: can finally, you know, not have to wait till 10 a.m. to order a mimosa. Yep. Another big change is wine can be served at brewery tap rooms now. Ooh. Okay, so you did say you listened ahead of time. So you heard
1: our Vanessa House episode where I was like, can you guys have, like, cider? Like, if you guys have, like, cider
2: friends that want to tap? And they were like... Do we know the answer to that yet? So or we are still working. Our association is working with the Able Commission right now. As far as we can tell, um, cider doesn't fall under the wine, the definition of wine gotcha. by the state, okay. even though it is distributed by wine distributors. Um, but it does include um, sake and mead Oh, okay. uh, and apple wine, which okay. is p- kind of like cider, just higher alcohol content. So we'll hmm. see in the coming weeks if... Cider will be allowed because I know a lot of people would be excited about that, and there's a couple cideries in planning here in Oklahoma City.
1: Yeah, we're friends with a few of them.
2: All right, so what else is on, on the list? So, brew pubs can now brew over 3 2 beer. So, Bricktown Brewery, you know, they just celebrated their 25th anniversary. They've kind of been a staple in Oklahoma City. They will be rolling out some new beers, higher alcohol content beers. I know you all were at Strong Fest. They were serving a Russian Imperial Stout. Yes. That I think was about 12%. And was it was really say that good. They were like, so we can't serve this
1: at our location. Right. But it was delicious. I had so many
2: questions about that. So they weren't legally making stronger beer. So I mean, when they were pouring, that. they, it was some of the brewers just home brewed okay. what they were serving just to kind of show like this is what is, what is to come after the law changes. So I didn't realize that they were
0: stuck at three, two, I guess. I don't yep. think I did either.
2: Yep. So what's the difference in a brew pub and the brewery? It's the licensing. So okay. brew pubs can serve food. They can also hold a liquor license. So, you know, Brick Temporary, they serve cocktails and they have other guest taps for other breweries. Um, so it's just a change in the licensing. Um, also, now breweries will be able to serve food. They can now stack those licenses. So I was wondering they can also get that. a brew pub yeah, license. Yeah, I was going to say mm-hmm. when Ross said he
1: didn't want to do that, I was like, oh, is that even an option?
0: Well, it seems okay. like yep. none of the yes. current ones are trending right. to do so.
2: Right, which is understandable. They're already launching. New there businesses. are some breweries in planning across the state that that will incorporate food. Um, in the planning process, but you know, the ones that are open now, they don't, they don't really want to worry about adding a kitchen and, right. and all that. So,
0: well, cause that's something that I've always noticed at breweries in other States is that it, that it is like a restaurant too. And then they have a lot of food, but even the, the Prairie tap room, maybe it's just a tap room. The second, I think it's the second Prairie location in Tulsa. The brew, it's the brew pub, the Prairie Brew oh, Pub. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. how were they able to have that? Because oh, it was like Bricktown Brewery.
2: So, okay. Right? No? The beer they brewed on site was 3-2 um, by oh, weight or 4% ABV okay. and under. And then since they are able to hold a liquor license, they would basically order in Prairie's stronger beers and be able to serve it there as well.
0: Oh, so they kind of found a way. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's awesome. Because I was like, why is Prairie doing that and no one no, in one Oklahoma no. City is doing that? But I didn't think about Bricktown Brewery, you know? No,
2: me neither. You've seen over the past couple years that a lot of local breweries were brewing 3-2 beer just so Mm -hmm. they could have it in convenience stores and grocery stores and so they could sell it at festivals.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I remember that specifically with Coop.
2: Yes, I was going to say Coop. Right, so some of those breweries will continue to brew those 3-2 beers um, just because they have a good following. Um, You know, they they don't want to take away a beer that people love. Um, And then other... Other breweries, they may up the ABV a little bit, but kind of keep it keep it similar. Similar so. formula? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. All right. What else is happening? Um, so along those lines, now Strong Beer can be sold at festivals and events. Okay. And so you'll start to see uh, High Point Beer, a lot of local breweries out at, you know, things like the, the Plaza Fest and yeah. Heard on Heard. And so you'll start to see more and more breweries out there. It
1: was so funny. So uh, former two-time guest Lance McDaniel was working a beer tent. And when I walked by, yep. he was selling historic the last of 3-2 beer <laughs> to be a
0: part of history. It was really funny. It was hysterical. Yeah, but they did sell out at, like, 6 p.m. Oh, wow. Good for him. Yeah. So I know a lot of, like, the big national distributors, you know, like the Budweiser's and all of them, were having to specially make their, you know, Bud and Bud Light just to fit what our laws were. Right.
2: Right. And Oklahoma was one of only three states that still had the three, two laws
0: yeah. left over from prohibition.
2: So, um, Utah is one of the other ones. And, and I know their brewers guild is working on changing a lot of their liquor laws right now, but it is going to take a lot of work and a lot of time. And then actually, actually, no <laughs> Colorado still has three, two beers. So if you go to Colorado, if you go to a grocery or convenience store, you can only find three, two beer. Oh, I really? don't think I knew so, that. I didn't
1: yeah. either. That's kind of shocking. Cause they're, you think of Colorado as, like, very progressive with a lot of their
2: laws. So, I <laughs> well, mean, you, would think, that, you there, would think that. You would think that. You would think that. Oklahoma was the biggest market for these domestic 3 tube beers. So, you know, the, these big, you know, corporate breweries, they're pushing to get these laws changed in other states as well. So they don't have to brew two different products.
0: Yeah. Because yeah, that that'd sense. have to just be such a hassle that's kind of unnecessary. Yep. So what are some other ways that this affects the breweries? Well,
2: there are also changes to the distribution system. So we were formerly a four-tier system. Now we are a three-tier. So essentially the wholesale tier went away. Um, So now you have breweries. They sell to a distributor, and then the distributor sells to the retail accounts. Or they can self-distribute? Or they can – that was going to add it, or they can (laughs) choose to self-distribute. I Um, only know what that is because we – had former guests that say they're doing that. Right, right. Angry Scotsman. Angry he Scotsman, just had on, yeah. announced that they will be self-distributing, which is exciting. Um, not, you know, not every brewery is, is going to mess with it, at least
0: at first. Um,
2: so that's a lot
0: to put on them.
2: Mm-hmm. They than... have to hire people to deliver it and you know, have the truck to deliver it and everything. But um, with this law, breweries are also able to choose one distributor to, rep- to represent them. Um, Whereas before they would have to sell their beer to any wholesaler that ordered it. Now they have one sole distributor that represents their brand and gets out there in the market to, you know, push their product. Um, So breweries are happy with these changes.
1: Cool. I was going to say, so does that make for like a closer relationship or Mm -hmm. they have more control over what's happening with their beer once it leaves their
2: hands? Right. Definitely more control over it. Um, And yeah, someone out there fighting on their behalf to... Uh, for, for shelf space at the grocery stores and convenience stores. So.
0: Yeah. Well, and as we know, like with with the liquor stores, and I guess now with the grocery stores, you can be able to tell them, I'm looking for this beer. Like, Why don't y'all have it? hmm I mean, I've always done that at my liquor store, but- But now you can do it at the grocery store. At the store. grocery store,
2: too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Well, and, and if you're looking for a certain beer, please tell the grocery and convenience stores to order it in. I do. So that's, I still, when I bought my first
1: cold- Pack of beer. I did go to my liquor store, and their fridges were almost completely empty, and it was because they had a run. Like, everyone came and bought all the cold beer, and they just didn't have enough inventory because I came on the second
0: Yeah, I'm sure, not the first. I'm sure I, everyone ran out. Right?
1: Because <laughs> on the first, as Anna knows, I did not have my ID, evidently.
0: So you did find it? I did find it, yeah. Okay. It
1: was just in my clutch from the weekend, and I just hadn't rotated. Yeah. But I got accused of being underage at Trader Joe's. (laughs) Because I was like, no, I really just forgot it. Like, it's fine. And they were like... I, I would not be mad about that. Right? I mean, like, it's flattering, but it was also, like, really embarrassing. People were like, nice try, kid. And I'm like, no, I'm 25. I'm just still irresponsible enough to apparently, you know, lose my ID. It's fine. Yeah. You know. Anyway. And that's one store that isn't doing refrigeration. Trader Joe's. They had no refrigeration
0: for their alcohol. So all of this... It is optional. Okay. Yeah. So they're not required to put in the refrigeration, but they're obviously going to lose business in certain aspects Mm -hmm. over places that do have the refrigeration for people who are wanting to purchase something and have it now. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, we've had to buy a six pack and... We'll put like two in the freezer, in the freezer and, and you like set and then, an alarm, and then you forget about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to set the alarm.
1: That's why. But yes, or there's so many pool days where we're like, well, yes, we'll
0: ice this all down, but the first one's gonna be hot. Yeah. So it's just like we've been so deprived, and and now <laughs> really? we just you know we can just be on par with. With most every other state in our country.
1: (laughs) Mm. But that's... I've tried to make a concerted effort the one time, and I will continue this, to keep going to my liquor store for it. Though they will have a wider selection, especially of the craft beers. Um, And I want to make sure that I'm I'm asking them to suck the craft beers. Whereas my local whatever, I shop at Aldi. Do they have alcohol? But I just feel like they're probably (laughs) going to be less likely to have my specific craft beer sour can that I really want. You know?
0: But my liquor store always has it for me. Yeah, and I think that was something that the liquor stores were kind of worried about before this bill happened. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of liquor stores were against 792 because they thought it was going to, you know, make people not go there as much when they can have it in other places. But,
1: well, and I've seen that it does. So, like we were talking about earlier with the restaurants being able to serve at eight o'clock, the liquor stores are still set up with different rules. Is that
2: correct? Right. So they have different hours. They still have their ages. same hours,
0: right? Is it or did uh, that different change? hours
2: for liquor stores? Oh, okay. Um, or I'm sorry, the same hours that they had before, but grocery stores have different have hours later for, hours for selling alcohol. Yeah, oh, okay. um, but liquor stores can now sell things like mixers and ice, which is great. Um, so you're not go to twelve places. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, because mine would be liquor store, and then Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. and to get. But luckily, Seven Eleven, I could get limes and ice.
1: but now you can just go to your liquor store and get all of it yeah it's perfect yeah yep and then the one other thing i saw our former guest maddie post about it though you still have to be 21 to work at a liquor store and sell that but you can be 18 to sell right because at a liquor store they sell hard liquor hard liquor and we the
2: the laws only change high point beer and wine right yeah okay and um, I will note that grocery stores and convenience stores, the beer they sell can only be up to 8.99% ABV. Okay. So if you're looking for like a, a big imperial stout or a barley wine, you probably won't be able to find it there. So you will have to go to the liquor store. And then wine, I believe the cap is 14%
0: Yeah, I think. At I think that's yep. correct. Yeah.
1: Okay. This is just me asking questions out loud for people because I'm ignorant. Are there places where you can buy liquor other than the liquor store, like in other states?
0: In other in other like, states, do other states have it? Where absolutely. you can get it at Walmart? Yeah, so like I went. So to we're college. still kind of behind. I mean, we are, but I went to college in Missouri, and you know, I went into a convenience store Walmart anywhere mm-hmm. liquor okay. and everything. You've
1: told me about like what the drive-through
0: margarita place or whatever is that legal now? <laughs> no? no, no, no. Well, I don't think we'll ever see that. <laughs> technically, theirs. You're, you know what I It's I'm legal about. because they like take the straw, it. Yep. and uh, so it's like a still not an open container, quote unquote. Got you. Um, so they're but Missouri is very liberal with their alcohol laws.
1: Okay, I got you. But we can we can uh, ship wine now or like order wine online, right? Mm-hmm. That was part of the new laws. I know that's also wine, not beer. Wine, yep. not beer. <laughs> yep. huh. Can yeah. you? But you can still join, like, Beer of the Month clubs. Is that just, like, 3-2 beer? Or is that not a you thing? You can't
2: have beer shipped into the state directly to your home. And you can't ship beer yourself
0: out. Hmm.
2: So. That is See, there's still wild. some things that
0: are confusing. Yeah, That's definitely. That's
1: why we needed to talk to you, though. Yeah. But that's, I know, our friend and former guest, Maggie Silkey of Coop Ale Works, um, she was like one of the first things she did on October first was sign up for one of those the wine of the month <laughs> or like your special wine based on taking this quiz. Yeah, because that's the kind of basic white
0: person she is. So, any other major <laughs> changes or improvements?
2: Um, I think I've, I've pretty much covered everything. Um, I will say that over the next few months, we'll see how things kind of uh, shake out, and it, it's gonna it's an adjustment period right now, not only for breweries but for Liquor stores, grocery convenience stores, distributors, and consumers. Yeah. Uh, So part of our job the next few months is educating consumers on these laws that have changed for breweries. Um, And I would say be patient with your local breweries. Um, Some of them can't keep up with demand right now um, sending out to all these grocery stores, convenience stores. So um, if you can't find your favorite beer in the next couple weeks, just be patient. Um, they're working and brewing as fast as they can um, to get it back out there. You can only so. do it so fast. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and you, as you guys have heard,
1: throughout Beartober, there's also a lot of people moving new locations, shaking it up, which also means they're now starting over brewing in their own locations. Mm-hmm. And that, like, stops production where they were, and, and they have to start the whole process over. So that takes
2: weeks to get that kind of stuff off the assembly line, if you will.
0: Yeah. Right, yeah. the,
2: the two breweries that you had on recently yeah. Vanessa House and Angry Scotsman Are hoping to open the next few weeks mm-hmm. um, And they both currently brew at Brewers Union So what's happening is they have to Stop brewing there Because mm-hmm. that beer belongs and... to the co-op mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they can't So pistach- there will be
0: some lag time Between mm-hmm. when they get in their space mm-hmm. Make their first batches of stuff And have then it ready get it out. Yeah.
1: yeah, It's so confusing It's like all this stuff that I never even thought about because I didn't have to,
2: <laughs> but I'm so. And now excited. we know better.
1: Exactly. So this is still really awesome. I think I understand it a little bit better. So thank you. You'll I have to listen welcome. to it again. I will, but but I feel better that there's still been a couple of things that we're still like, yeah, you know, like I I can't be the only one who's been so confused.
0: No. No, thank
1: you. That was definitive, man. Y'all, Did you guys hear that? Like, Anna really has a lot of faith in me with that one. No. Anyway. I saw an eye roll, too. Right over there. <laughs>
0: That's why we're audio only, so they don't see how often she rolls her eyes at me. Oh, stop. Uh, no, I kid. Anything else that you wanted to add about CBAO or anything else?
2: Yeah, we have actually some upcoming events in the works. Um, I know this is an Oklahoma City podcast, but we're working on a um, beer fest up in Tulsa for this winter. And then the next. We like the, your Tulsa peeps. I the, see you repping Marshall right now. Yes. <laughs> Shout out Marshall. Um, and then the second annual um, Strong Elf Fest will be in March here in Oklahoma City. So. We'll be back for that. Yes.
1: we will. I was going to say, you can count us
2: back in for that one. That was yes. such a blast last year. I'm hoping for good weather again this
0: year. You know. Do you plan to still have it in that space?
2: Um, we're not sure if we're going to have it in the same space, but we plan to still have it outdoors. Cool. Yep.
1: Great. Very cool. Um, well, we we definitely approve. We had an absolute blast last year. You guys know how to throw a party.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Bring, yeah. bring all the best people together. I literally.
2: It was... You can't go wrong with nice weather, strong beer. All the beer was 8% alcohol and over. So a lot of stouts, barley wines, double IPAs, which I know you love double
1: IPAs. I, so, I actually do. I really do.
2: She likes doubles. She doesn't okay. like singles. It's okay.
1: the regular IPAs Weird. that I hate. I thought I you hated all IPAs. No, so, that's um, a misconception because I do hate IPAs. But actually, Vanessa House's Broken Tile, um, they make the joke because we're, we're going to record a, another episode. So, if you you guys did it last time, where people reading untapped reviews. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew always threatens just to make me read my own because I could have my own episode. Um, you see where I hated it, and then I, like, had a six-pack in my fridge, so I kept drinking it, and then I was like, damn, this is actually good. You just drink through do that Do I like hate. this? Well, there yeah. you go. Give it another, another try Exactly, and, see. I, and it grew on me, and now it's, like, it's at a solid 3.5, which is a lot <laughs> for me with something with an IPA in the name. <laughs> I do like it. And
2: then I drink, what, what's Coop? Satur- uh The pink can.
0: Not oh, me me way me That mm, one is so amazing. Good. So you like
2: the hazy, juicy, yes, New England style Yes, ideas. is that those? That's the East they're, Coast. They're style. not hoppy, right? They're not as bitter. Bitter. Yeah. Okay, that's what I hate. Yeah,
0: I so can't. You more? You like East Coast style more than West Coast? Okay, you're gonna have to remind me of this, but that sounds way better than me just going around saying IPAs are trash. So yeah, I'm gonna work on that. Yeah, we're finding your palate. Yes, we are. Great. Well, thank you for joining us, Shay, and thank we'll you. be seeing you around sometime
2: soon. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for having me on again. Of course. All right. And we will talk to
1: you all on Thursday.
0: Bye. Bye. Oklahoma City's independent sound. The Spy. spy, 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 spy.